We're at the end of the year and we can hardly believe it. So we decided to have a little fun on the podcast today. And we talk about meals, mostly from our childhood, but up to some point of our adulthood also, until we finally decided that it was time to make a change. So we had a little fun And yes, we've really made a big turnaround from what we used to eat. Perhaps you haven't made a change yet. Perhaps you're hoping to make a change. We just had to make a change because we wanted better health. You know, it's just something that we learned along the way. So take a listen in and wherever you are, just have some fun with us, laugh with us and But also inside the podcast, we do share some of the replacements that we've made that we are currently eating now. Hi, and hello. Welcome to the Real Food and Drinks Lifestyle Podcast. We are building a community to talk about nutrition, lifestyle choices, and just feeling better. This is Shonda. And this is Patrice. Let's just be real. Here's our disclaimer. We do not professionally practice in any of the various subjects that we discuss. We are only sharing our personal experiences with you to a healthier lifestyle. Please do your own research before taking part in any of these practices. Here's our trip down memory lane. Exactly. Foods that we used to eat and enjoy but now we've replaced it with something much better, right? Yes. Like you said, it's the good, bad, and the ugly, and more ugly than anything else when it comes to my rear view mirror of what I used to eat. Wow. I'm, I'm ready. I'm really ready to hear these because, wow. So, and I'm curious to how you will react to what I have to say. So, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm ready to hear. I'm, I'll be shocked. All right. So how far back are you going? Oh, I'm going as far back as uh, grade school, definitely middle school, definitely middle school, if not grade school. Okay. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought I'd start with just breakfast (laughs) and um, hey, back in the day, there was always a box of cereal of some sort. I remember Frosted Flakes being one of my favorite, of course, with my vitamin, my my whole milk, cow milk. And uh, it, we may have upgraded to Cheerios at some point. And I think they tried to introduce, we tried to eat the, what do you call that? Uh, Raisin Bran. But it really, the two favorites were the Frosted Flakes and sometimes the Cheerios with that milk. I hear you. I was the same. I ate Frosted Flakes for a very long time. Um, And uh, let's see here. I think sometimes I would add bananas to it. That would kind of make it a little healthy, right? And more sugar, even if it's natural sugar. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes there were Frosted Corn Flakes, too. So Corn Flakes and bananas, maybe that was more the common one. 
Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm right there with you with that one. And now that I think about it, I think now that I my grandparents are the ones who had the frosted flakes. That was the treat. So we didn't usually have those regularly, but we definitely had like the Cheerios and other ones. But the oh, frosted please. flakes. No, wait a minute. Wait, wait. At my home, we had fruity pebbles. I mean, color fruit loops, uh, oh, apple jacks. I, I, maybe I ate Apple Jack so much. I have an uncle that called me Apple Jack head oh, or something like that. No way. Cereal, but what are we going to replace it with? Are we going to talk about that later or? Yeah, we'll talk about because I'm not okay. done. I had, I used to have the scrambled eggs, but not just eggs. They had to be cheesy eggs. The more cheese. And if I had some cream cheese with the American cheese, that's even better with the pork bacon fried up. Oh, wow. And then the treat was to have some corned beef hash with that on the weekends. <laughs> okay. I had a different weekend meal, but same here. But what about, we're not just talking, are we talking about American cheese? Oh, yeah, the processed. Oh, oh, yeah, American cheese, not even a real cheese. So, yeah, I had cheesy eggs, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, wait, but we didn't use the slices. We did use the whole block of cheese. Okay. I think we only had like the uh, Borden singles, you know, Borden singles. It was kind of like sweet American cheese. Sounds like you were eating cheddar cheese. Oh, you you know what? It was, it was cheddar cheese. I didn't even know the difference. Oh yeah. There's a difference. That, that was better. Well, we had that, but I had a lot of that with my hash browns and my bacon. The only hash browns I ever had were from McDonald's. Oh, yeah, we had some from there, too. And actually, it may have been more when we went out to eat that we had the hash browns. But we would make the corned beef hash or warm it up uh, for breakfast at home. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what's in corned beef hash, to be honest. Me neither, because I don't think I've ever eaten corned beef. Was it sliced beef? or No, it was more, it was like a hash. Let me just tell you, we used to drizzle some syrup on it. And oh, not yeah. the 100% maple syrup either. Aunt Jemima? Yeah, yeah, that was one of the mini serves, but yes, mm-hmm. it wasn't or, 100% maple. Or log cabin. Oh, yeah, all those. Yeah, burns. and they taste so fake now, but okay. Yeah, yeah, and then we used to have sometimes orange juice, if not just milk, but that, that was pretty much, that was pretty much for breakfast. I do remember as I got older, I graduated to bagels with the cream cheese and all kinds of ways did I, I would eat bagels any kind of way and muffins thinking you're healthy because you eat blueberry woods. Yeah. And they were all processed muffins or they came out of a package. I remember that's what I would eat in college. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm ready for the, what can we do now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad we made some changes for sure. Because, you know, one thing that I used to do, but I still do now, but I just make a better choice is on the weekends. Okay. One thing was biscuits from a can. So that was oh, not a yeah. good thing. Biscuits with the syrup or sometimes with the jelly. And then the, you know, like, you know, like the uh, English McDonald's. muffins. No, the I didn't English like muffins. English muffins. Oh, okay. Well, I did. With the biscuits. <laughs> Those were good. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but like the bacon and the egg and the cheese on the biscuit or in the tortilla or, Mm. you know. Oh, but I did make pancakes on the weekends. I had pancakes with pork sausage and eggs. 
And I remember I was about 13 years old. We had just moved. And I remember always making it in the kitchen. And I guess I was just cooking for myself. And I would come to my room and eat it. Hey, I even took pictures of my dishes way back then. Back then? I think I have a picture of that meal. Oh, wow. You've got to pull it out of the archives. Yeah, that, that would is. be so fun if I could find that. Well, so I guess we're, we're, we're d- pretty much done with breakfast, right? Except for I can't forget the cream of wheat in the winter time. We always had hot cereal and I thought, oh, that's really good for you. But now that I think about it, I had to have my pat of butter or two with the milk and the honey poured in there. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, you're forgetting. Okay. The cream of wheat, you had to have brown sugar and butter and milk. Okay. Butter and milk, but I always did honey. No, I like cream. Oh, you should try it. (laughs) (laughs) Something popped up in my mind that's kind of between breakfast and kind of between lunch, maybe. Okay. I even did this for my kids. Okay. Yes. For my kids. And they adopted it. They like it. And their friends are like, oh, gross, you know, but I think some of the friends will try it and they're like, oh, this is good. Okay. Are you ready for this? I am. Okay. This is a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. Okay. American cheese. Okay. okay. American cheese. You got your grilled cheese sandwich. In between there, you put brown sugar. (laughs) (laughs) You can see my, I'm just like, I wave maybe some tomatoes, a piece of ham, an egg, but what? Yes. (laughs) Like it, it turned into a dessert and it was so good. And I'm telling you, my kids will still do this. I feel so bad. Okay. They will still do this. They don't have American cheese. They use like a cheddar cheese now, but they will make that sandwich still. So what does it look like? What does breakfast look like for us now? I know most people know about my breakfast. There's a few other things that I can add, but I'll I'll let you start. It doesn't look anything like it used to, I will say. Uh, You know, oatmeal has replaced the cream of wheat. And with the oatmeal, I I, I will put some fresh fruit. And uh, milk is not cow's milk. It'll be almond milk, quinoa milk, anything other than cow's milk. So it's usually fruit and a hot cereal or fruit and coconut yogurt or a smoothie or just fruit it's it's often a lot fruit fruit wow what a great way to start the day right so different yes that sounds really good that sounds really familiar uh for me the same oatmeal smoothie because i'm always ready to get you know ready for my day But, uh, you know, I just mix up the oatmeal with different toppings, Mm, like we talked about in our last podcast. And though now, sometimes when I feel like I have more time, even though I pre-mix this, I do make pancakes. I make it with buckwheat flour, which I grind on my own. It's 100% buckwheat, millet flour, oat flour. Those are the three main flours that I will use. I like that whole grain taste. Really good. I've even shared it with my neighbors and they have small children and they enjoyed them. That recipe is definitely on the website. Um, I think it's called Buckwheat Pancakes on the website. 
you know, it depends on the day. My favorite though, which was from childhood, was to eat blackstrap molasses on pancakes. Ooh. Wow. Yes. I had a grandmother that loved blackstrap molasses and she would put it on our pancakes or it was available. I tried it and I really liked it. And so till this day, I still like blackstrap molasses. You know, I don't drench my pancakes in syrup, even though, even if I use three different syrups, some days I want the blackstrap molasses, a little honey, maple syrup. You know, I just can't make up my mind and I'll use them all but I don't like drench it. I kind of like spread it on there just for a mm -hmm. little taste because there is no sugar in my pancake recipe. I think that's the only difference, you know, sometimes I make a muffin or a bread, but it's highly unlikely. But, you know, there are some recipes for those things like that too out there on the website. Wow, that sounds incredibly healthy with the blackstrap molasses, but I'll be honest, that's like an acquired taste to me. <laughs> Um, I, I'm definitely into the honey. I, I was introduced to blackstrap molasses as an adult, especially as the female. It's actually helpful for that time of the month, but um, it is definitely an acquired taste in my opinion. Well, I don't know. Something about it. I love it. I think I like bitter foods better anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, black molasses is really, it's good. It's high in potassium, I think, as well as maybe is it iron or calcium? There are a couple. Uh-huh. Yeah. Iron's good. I think calcium, it has quite a bit of a lot of things in there. And I really enjoy it. And maybe your body was craving it. Who knows? Maybe so. Maybe it yeah. still does. <laughs> Big difference from that grilled cheese with the <laughs> brown sugar. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, mean, I think my diet is very low fat these days. So homemade nut milks, I mean, they have fat in them and uh, that's where the fat comes from well that is incredibly healthy but also delicious um but now that you mentioned it, it your breakfast being less less fat than maybe in the past um i'm one of those people where one of the other favorite breakfast food these days will be a salad for me mm -hmm. i will eat a salad i'm not mm -hmm. one of those people where certain foods are only for certain times of the day and a salad is a great way to start the day for me yeah, it is. Especially if you're starting a late breakfast, like sure. I so often do. Hey, but you know what? I wanted to talk about the tofu scramble to replace eggs. Oh, that's a good idea. I, haven't, I don't do it enough, but I've had it before and it's delicious. Yeah, I usually do it when I'm like, well, I haven't had tofu in a while, so I'll do it and scramble it. Or when I am uh, craving more vegetables for breakfast, you know, that savory taste. So I just put all the vegetables, more like uh, you were making an, an omelet, but I don't make it into an omelet. I just scramble it, you know. That's a great way to start your day too as well. And now that you mention it, you know, all those things, biscuits and the bread and the toast that we used to eat, uh, you can do a nice avocado toast with um, Ezekiel bread, but Ezekiel bread and uh, avocado is definitely a start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a great start. And the, the uh, goal is to eat a whole grain bread and we're talking 100% whole grain. I'm not talking about anything that's been enriched Anything that's, you know, nice and soft on the shelf that can sit there for a week or two at a time, you know, so that's why the Ezekiel bread is in the freezer because it would not survive. Mm. And it's tasty. Okay, so let's move on to lunch and dinner. I mean, they're, these two are very interchangeable, right? I think we can just probably talk about 
other foods that we ate. My excuse in high school is I ran cross country for just a little while, but I, on a typical day, I would get, I would have for lunch sandwiches. Uh, I always had these cold cut sandwiches. I think turkey, even ham at times. I don't even really like ham, but on just like, we didn't eat a lot of white bread, but we ate the wheat bread that was that soft bread. Uh, it was not whole grain, but um, I did have the tomato and lettuce on there. That was good. <laughs> But I definitely liked my grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh my goodness, had to put the butter in that pan so you could get that nice golden color on the, oh, I could eat two or three of these in one sitting. That was for that was for lunch. And let's not forget, especially in college, Subway was so popular and, and they had those footlong specials. So I could eat a footlong BMT or Subway Club with all those cold cuts. And then it wasn't enough to get mayonnaise. I usually told them, oh, hold the mayonnaise so I could get the whole ranch dressing, pour that on there. And of course, I always had the cheese on there. And But uh, I did like myself some Doritos and other chips, but definitely Doritos. And I might crunch those up break those up and put them in my sandwich common to make, to make it extra delicious and the last oh and let's not forget i used to eat a lot of fast food because i used to live in one little town and and had a part-time job in the neighboring town so i would go and i would hit up burger king probably junior whopper with cheese onion rings and a dot to pepper then coming home, I might have a fish fillet and, and maybe a Dr. Pepper. So I, I had my fast food, I would say maybe addiction to a certain degree. And then I cannot forget the Jack in the Box, their sourdough burger. I, you know, I love that sourdough bread, but I don't know if that's the, their sourdough burger was like all melty and greasy, but greasy good with those <laughs> curly fries. That was the bomb. So I'm, I'm listening to you talk about, oh, these were good, 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 good. So how do you really feel about those foods now? Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I even ate them because now that I think about it, I began to, my face was always congested and extra, I, I had additional oil or oily face. They call, And yes, maybe we have some of that to a certain degree because of just our body makeup. But I think most of mine was due to congestion of food. The foods I ate was not allowing my skin to breathe. Right. Seriously. Uh huh. Just clogging up your blood or whatever, right? Clogging up something. <laughs> some, some things. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, we know that those things aren't good, but if you could have those same tastes now, would you still eat those things if they weren't bad for you? Would you enjoy them? Could you enjoy them still? Is that is a trick question? <laughs> Just wondering. Is the question that if I could still eat the same foods but not get the bad results from them, would I eat them? Right. Well, uh, if they still tasted the way they did before? Yeah. And that's one thing I'm wondering. Would your taste bud, are your taste buds still the same? Would it be as tasty or? Oh, no, it would not be as tasty because to me, it would be too greasy, number one, just hitting my mouth. It would be too greasy. And another thing, I had an issue, even back when I so-called enjoyed my food, I had an issue with these burgers that you would buy. Too often, I would buy on grit or something that was hard. That's one reason why I was able to give up burgers so easily. It was one of the first things because I, I considered it mystery meat. Oh yeah. I was and like, what I, was that? That was a gristle. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's disgusting. And I worked for McDonald's for only a week. And then I ended up working for Wendy's for two years, you know, in the summers. And I, when you start seeing firsthand, not just the handling of the food, but what the food looked like when it's handled, it just looks gross. And it looks instamatic. It, it it doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look appealing. And they just make it look pretty with all the, you know, what they do to it or add to it. But when you start smelling all that, ugh, no. Now that I think about it, I, no. Okay. No. Yeah. The only, no. Mm-mm. That's Would what you? I was wondering. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are certain food groups that you're like, oh, no, no, no. Because I know even now, you know, I don't mean to offend anyone, but there are, t- okay, so there there are more there are more times than not that when I smell cheese or I smell meat that I get really turned you know like oh I can't do that anymore so I was just wondering maybe the cheese and the meat are easier to just like get oh no of. I don't want that anymore oh yeah. that smells you know reminding you of the fast food smells you know those especially those fast food smells are like oh no that's interesting <laughs> that you even brought this up because it reminds me of you know I've my father and other people who have given up smoking I mean really finally for real gave it up they're like just the scent of cigarettes is disgusting to them mm-hmm. and I've noticed I can definitely handle it for my family but I've gotten more and more selective on even what I bring in to cook mm-hmm. I mean I just choose not to bring in the raw ground beef as much as I will bison the the smell of the bison the look of the bison is just better I don't I don't see any gristle or potential gr- you know I can't explain mm-hmm. it yeah and the smell is better right yeah I remember when we made the transition to grass-fed beef, it was like a totally different beef. So, so yeah, there's there's some differences there for sure. Um, so, like you said, uh, maybe our brain makes this connection because that's what we've decided on. You know, like, oh, I don't want that anymore. That is disgusting to me. My brain, the smells are like, nope, you know, it's just triggering the no response. I don't know. It's just something that, that I was just wondering about. Uh, For me, it's also triggering uh, memories of things I didn't put together at the time. I didn't piece together that eating all that junk was clogging up my skin Mm -hmm. or like how many times, okay, we're just being real here, but I didn't even talk about Taco H-E-L-L or Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, Taco Bell was definitely especially as a poor college student, okay, it's cheap and it's open all hours of the night. (laughs) But I know from so many people, we just took it as, oh, you go there once in a while, you have diarrhea. That's because there's something wrong with that food. (laughs) I'm sorry. I would think so. (laughs) Or, but you know what? Hey, maybe it was the beans because maybe you didn't eat a lot of beans. So I didn't have a lot of the things with beans on them, to be honest. Okay. And I don't... Uh, but and maybe it's because my my sister's friend worked there and he warned us that even if you're going to eat at that particular place do not eat the ground meat get the ground chi- get the chicken not ground just the chicken dishes not the meat because he said as a as an employee they saw the color and condition of the meat before they doctored it up wow 
And so after he explained that to us, and then my uncle, who was a master barbecue guy, and he used to love his steak and meat, and he would tell me, oh, yeah, you can get that meat that's a little gray or whatever. He says, you just, you just douse the vinegar on it. He would tell me about how you doctor it up, too. That does not sound good. <laughs> you know, it sounds like bad hygiene. <laughs> Well, basically it is, especially the Taco Bell employee who gave us these inside tips. I'm like, that's pathetic. Yeah. And that's why they could sell the two tacos for 50 cent or a dollar or whatever it was, wow. because they were getting the least expensive. It certainly is probably the poorest quality. Of meat. Oh, yeah. okay. You're okay. Or maybe we're going too far. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we ate burgers, fries, sandwiches, pizza. Oh yeah, I can't forget. I can't believe I gave up pizza finally. That was the hardest for me. Well, you know what? I didn't give up pizza. I have pizza, but I don't have cheese. And I I even have to have a different bread. Oh, it's just, oh, it's lovely with grilled vegetables all over it. You know, your spinach base. I can use some of my different sauces or just a marinara sauce. You know, mushrooms, onions, the G-bombs you know? <laughs> okay, Shonda, I love all those things, but I'm not going to lie. That's one thing that melted cheese. What do you replace that with? I don't know. I don't uh, miss it. Sometimes when we go out to Mod Pizza, I will have some of their dairy-free cheese, but it's not often. I don't miss cheese on that pizza. You know, sometimes I may sprinkle with nutritional yeast. Maybe, you know, there's like this garlic Parmesan, which is like nutritional yeast, fresh garlic, and cashews that sounds good i need something like that yeah ground that. that up and put it on as a topping and then you know like hummus oh that's true i used to eat and i used to eat pizza with salad on top uh -huh. of it. spread you know, hummus i know i go through that mop pizza and everybody get to the meat i'm like nope no meat just put all the vegetables and then at the beginning of the line i have to say can i have more spinach i'm not eating meat i, I need a lot of lettuce and <laughs> you know and so that's the way. And I, and I, I enjoy it. I'm good. Well, I mean, with, with the pizza sauce, it's good enough for me. And then I do like to bring it home now because they don't have the chickpeas anymore. And the chickpeas adds this level of flavor. So I guess it's like the hummus. It's just a really good pizza. So I do eat pizza, I guess, is that's what you would call it. If you allow me to call it that without cheese. Okay. Well, I don't miss it per se, but when I think of pizza, I still think of it that way with the meltedness on it. But um, I have had some good ones with the pesto, but you just have to be careful because a lot of pestos have cheese in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you so, can get it without or make it yourself. Right. And that make it yourself. That's the best way ever. So mm -hmm. let's see, what else did we eat um, that was like just the thing? Well, for me, tuna fish sandwiches, uh, even now I like a tuna fish, but the way I made it back then was with that mayonnaise and too much of it. And then I think I told you, I, I put mayonnaise and some relish. And if I had carrots, I'd chop it up and the onions. That's okay. But then I have it on that toasted bread, processed bread. And then I don't know what, sometimes I put a slice of cheese or cut some cheese up, but then I would put grape jelly on the toast. <laughs> Okay, that was the one that you told me about a little while ago. The cheese and the grape jelly and the tuna? Yes. Or all yes. three together? Yes. Okay. All right. So. And I was not pregnant. Okay. 
So you know what? Not only did I put brown sugar on my grilled cheese sandwiches, but I did put American cheese on my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, yeah. That is definitely but you know, I think I think that yours is a winner. You you take the cake. Mm, I mean, it was just a sandwich, but when I toasted my bread, I would put a light coat of jelly on it. Mm-hmm. But you, jelly, cheese, and tuna. So I did jelly, cheese, and peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> it's about equal but i did have that mayonnaise and that relish in there too oh 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 i'm surprised <laughs> you weren't sick after that oh that would make me sick oh my goodness you must have like stepped that like oh i think i'll add this one little thing this time and then you got used to that and then you're like oh i think i'll add this little <laughs> i just cannot imagine oh my goodness okay that's the winner that's the winner. So we're going to, we invite anyone who can top that to please send us your recipe that will top Patrice's tuna fish, jelly, cheese, mayonnaise. Oh, and with the, re- oh, okay. I'm done. <laughs> Send them in, please. I'd like to see them. It's better than it sounds though. Okay. that's it that's all i can for lunch but like you said there's lunch and dinner can overlap sometimes but um i i the only other thing i can remember for dinner other than some of these things i've mentioned i used to love myself some spaghetti and more spaghetti oh my goodness okay so i live with my grandmother and she could not she'd probably say she couldn't cook two things that she could prepare for me that were semi homemade or whatever were pancakes and that's why i love pancakes so much and the second thing was spaghetti okay with american cheese oh lots of american cheese in there you didn't eat your spaghetti with cheese <gasps> i'm sorry you mean you slice some cheese and put it on top of your oh and food? let it melt oh it's so good Yes. I, yeah, you know, we did that once in a while now that you mention it, but... Mm, no, that was the only way to eat it. Or with ketchup. That might be a Southern thing. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Ketchup on top of the spaghetti and then the American cheese melted in there. Oh, I can almost still taste that. You know that? I ate that Wait. so much. The American cheese is the slice stuff, right? It's the thin slices. Yeah, I ate a lot of that. But this is still not as bad as the tuna. (laughs) But I, and my kids tease me about this still because I told them about it. I put American cheese slices, oh, with butter on top of honey buns. Yeah, so I'll just drop that in there. So we'll move on. Let's oh, no, we cannot move on from there. You just dropped a bomb. I, I don't even think I'm processing correctly. First of all, I didn't even know what a honey bun was until my kids started staying with my, my wonderful mother-in-law. She she just doted on them and they would have trees. But one of them was the honey bunny. Honey, honey bun. bun. Yeah. Honey. And when I, Mrs. Baird's honey buns. I don't know what brand they were, honey, but they were just, even when you took them out of the packaging, just all that oil. The thing is, you have to melt it. You have to warm up the honey bun. You don't just eat it out of the package. You put it in the toaster oven, okay? Spread some butter on it, and then top it with cheese. (laughs) Okay, okay. Did did I tell you how greasy they look to me, and you're spreading butter on that? (laughs) And then cheese? 
the cheese is probably gonna slide off before it can melt. <laughs> I, that tops the tuna fish by far. Oh my gosh! Just three things I mixed together. It doesn't matter about what, how many. It's the 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 combination of grease, grease, grease. Yeah. You're you're right. You are so right. And I probably drank some milk with that. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I take the winner for fat content, high oh fat, high yeah. oils, butter, cheese, milk. I, I will. I know I, I'm the winner there. I'm the ooh, winner. My face would be just, ooh, wow. I can't even. I'm going to have to tell my kids about that one. I have no words. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. I did it. But hey, oh. now, you know what, guys? I think I must have just gotten my feel of sweets. I only started recognizing my reaction to sweets when I became an adult, probably in my mid-20s. But then when I look back, I remember whenever I would have cake at birthday parties, I would mm. get really spacey. I would get really spaced out. So I don't really know what that's about. My brain was foggy. I, I do know that I was lacking fiber in my diet as a child, because all these foods that we've been talking about, they were very low in fiber because they were all processed, refined grains and sugars. And we know that cheese and milk and the meats have no fiber in them. So if we're eating meat, cheese, milk, we're filling up on those. We're not filling up on fiber. That's something mm. else. I, I, wanna, I wanna give a plug right here to a video that's going to be out soon. And maybe by the time this is out, I'll have the link there. If not, it will be there soon. I'm going to tell you the top three reasons your New Year's resolution should be adding more fiber to your diet. <laughs> well, yeah, more, more fiber would be good. And that whole thing about sugar, I, I don't know, what, even as a child, I could not eat too many donuts or even eat a donut. If I had not had regular food and you gave me a donut, I, I would have what I called a sugar rush. It would just make me feel dizzy and just not good. So thankfully, uh, yeah, I've had sugar, but over the years, I, I my sweet tooth is not off the chain, probably because of how it made me feel. Once we make that link in our brain to the, how this is going to make me feel in my future and that I don't want to feel that way, that's True. probably the link that, that helps us. Uh, I know just wanting energy helped me change my diet because I didn't want to be tired all the time. And in the beginning, I didn't want to be tired all the time because I had three children running around me. So mm. I really couldn't afford to be tired. But now, you know, I want to do other things. So what do we eat now? Anything that we can encourage our community? If you're not eating enough plants in your diet, I mean, that is the goal, you know, to add more plants because they're healthy foods. And, you know, but we want our foods to be whole foods. We don't want them to have been processed, you know, and things removed. Uh, going back to the spaghetti we spoke about just a minute ago, it's still something I very much like to eat, but I even use zucchini noodles. You use yes. a spiralizer? Well, you know me. You buy them. I know you buy them. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, H-E-B has made it too convenient. But um, it, it, the point is, though, you can substitute the, the regular pasta, the commonly used wheat-based pastas with maybe a zucchini. And even, I think, uh, some people use 
squash is it yeah oh uh, there's a spaghetti squash that's yeah delicious. no that's the only one that i like warmed if i'm using zucchini squash i eat it cold like a cold pasta salad yeah i think they get mushy every time i try to warm those oh but you're right about that the, the other one is even better the spaghetti, spaghetti squash, squash. yeah Yum. if you haven't tried spaghetti squash i think you can bake it whole or you cut it in half i don't do it that often but i do like it in the winter with warm spaghetti sauce but you know okay so the common wheat spaghetti is refined but if you're not allergic to wheat or don't have a problem with wheat, you can eat whole wheat spaghetti. Now, most people don't like to eat whole wheat spaghetti because the texture is so different. You know, they're still looking for that same texture in the uh, refined wheat spaghetti. But whole wheat spaghetti is perfectly okay. And my family has eaten that because as long as the, the meat sauce is you know up to par or they like it they don't really care usually and and now that you brought that up we've even eaten the quinoa uh spaghetti noodles and uh is it there's one other fame uh, brown rice mm -hmm. both of those are good substitute uh, if you can eat the wheat many of us can just eat the whole wheat right. but then there's also the quinoa and uh, the brown rice ones as well now that we uh, another thing, instead of just eating spaghetti, sometimes you can just make a good chili and uh, you, you don't need any meat. You, you, so many beans, like we talked about before, put the beans in that chili and uh, you're getting your fiber. Yeah. And you can mix up as many beans as you want to make it flavorful. The more beans, the merrier. So what other things have you found? Like, for example, what about people out there? We talked and, uh, about the Subway sandwiches and Subway is so convenient. But I look now and even if I walk in, I don't even like the smell of the shop or the bread. It's just like, ooh. So what can we encourage people? Say they like Ezekiel bread and some may not, but even if they do, they want to branch out. And what are some other things we might suggest uh, in the way of just going towards those sandwiches, those processed sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Well, in addition to making avocado toast, but taking that a step further, adding other vegetables such as the lettuces and the onions and what is it? The bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Oh, it would yeah. be avocado, lettuce, and tomato. And I like onions on all my sandwiches. So I would put avocado, lettuce, tomato, onion. You can add a little olive, pickles. You know, just pick a good one. I just picked up some fermented pickles. They're really good because because I just can never, it's hard to find cucumbers to ferment myself and it takes a while, but these are already fermented. You know, I took them off the shelf and brought them home. Wow, Shonda, you didn't I make took a shortcut. <laughs> hey, join the crowd. There's nothing, there's no harm in that sometimes. Yeah. And I like, you know, you think about relishes. So I like sauerkraut and sauerkraut, or you can even pickle carrots and things like that. Just pile anything you like on the sandwich. That's a healthy whole food between your choice of bread and eat it. That sounds delicious. And, and you said BLT. And in lieu of the bacon for the lead, bacon, lettuce, tomato, I told you I had that tempeh. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was a delicious BLT and mm -hmm. guilt-free. So yeah, and you know what? You can slice tempeh as thin as you want, or you can buy it already sliced that way. And another thing that you now reminded me of, which 
I made them and I froze them, of course, were uh, some black bean tofu burgers. So it's black beans. It may have a grain in there. It has a lot of stuff in there. I mean, it has a whole bunch of stuff in there, but they were really good. More like a burger. So okay. I would eat it like a burger, sometimes just wrapped in lettuce because, you know, like don't do wheat. And so I just wrap it in lettuce and have it as a burger with some oven baked fries. Now I do a lot of oven baked fries. Oh, okay. That sounds delicious. And now that you mention it, I, um, I've done similar burgers, whether they be black bean or some other grains and, and different uh, makeups, uh, more plant-based burgers. I put them on top of the salad. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty. And then those fries, uh, a friend of mine, you know, she had told, shown me how she puts fries on her salads. It's quite tasty. Mm, <laughs> I bet so. I, I prefer yeah. sweet potatoes in my salad. Yeah. Well, those are good ideas, uh, what people can do. And then the last thing I can think of uh, as a substitute, because maybe you're just trying to branch out from the, the bread of any sort, are the nori wraps. Oh, yeah. Okay. Delicious. Yeah. That would, that's good. I'm, I know I have a recipe for that one, too. Wow. Yeah, so there are many substitutions. The only two things that I've really given up, I mean, I guess there's three. I've given up wheat because it just does not agree with me. And I've given up dairy. And But the benefits I got from not eating dairy was that I no longer had seasonal allergies. That was big. And it was just too much for my body. It was just toxic to my body. So clearing out those toxic things allows my body to clear up and clean itself. And so then I can handle, you know, I guess, seasonal pollen and things like that. I mean, I have no problems with that. And My decision with with giving up meat was that there are two reasons. I would eat meat to the point of where it would take place of the vegetables. I wouldn't eat Mm. enough vegetables when I eat meat. And it would just be so filling and lack of fiber would just lead to constipation. Be real. You're right. So those three things, but I can eat anything else. And I eat so many different things. You know, I even, there's still vegetables that, I'm trying out, you know, so it makes my food life interesting. What can I create out of all these vegetables? Oh, wow. I love your approach. And I love your, it's like you're excited about what is out there. (laughs) Adventurous too. You know, my story is not exactly the same. I definitely have the same journey with, I gave up dairy and that was big time for me. Uh, I I didn't have so-called seasonal allergies that I knew of. I just knew that if I ate a lot of it, I have a stuffy nose the next day. And if I stopped eating it, I didn't have one. So I I didn't want to have stuffy nose. And I know so many people who live in Houston or Texas, and they're like, oh yeah, if you don't have allergies, you'll have them one day. Like it's an automatic. And I, I just didn't want to be someone who said I had allergies. So anyway, there's so many things about the dairy. Plus just just watch any documentary. So I don't know what everyone's threshold is for what to hear, but mucus is real. That's all I have to say. Mucus yeah. is real and dairy encourages mucus. And if you watch any of these documentaries, uh, you'll have a whole different perspective about why am I even taking this? Why the heck am I? Dr- is it necessary? It, you may want to look at it and then ask the question, is it necessary for me to drink milk? Is it beneficial for me to drink milk or, or partake in dairy? 
I, I don't know if it is. Right. And most of the milk that is on the shelf is not from healthy animals. And that's part of what those documentaries will show. Sure. Yeah. They're eye-opening to say the least. Yeah. So I did give up dairy. And um, although we still have meat in the family and I will once in a while have certain meats, I definitely believe that it's important to know where your meat comes from and eat cleaner meats. And I keep bringing up bison because bison is not mass produced on the same level as say chicken and, and beef. And, and you can just smell and see the difference in the quality. You know, whether you are 100% plant-based or trying to move that way, be encouraged that you can make healthier choices along the way. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a great thing. I, I think you summed it up perfectly. And we're here to encourage you to uh, make those choices or, or to help share what some of those choices are, right? Yeah. If you need some ideas, come to the website, realfoodanddrinks.com or email us. Yeah, so be encouraged as you enter the new year. Any day is a good day for a new beginning. And so why not make it January 1st? I hear that. I agree fullheartedly. It's every day. It's a day to make a choice. And we're just hoping that you want to make a healthier choice and realize there's a community out there to come alongside of you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, you can catch show notes and additional details at realfoodanddrinks.com under the podcast menu. Also, subscribe to our podcast if you aren't already a member of our community. And if listening through Anchor, please send us a message of topics you would like to hear us have conversations about. Until next time, let's just be real.